Daddy kisses was Saint John Paul II. Mary, Mother of the Church. Papa Wojtyła's Catechesis on Wednesday, the 17th of September, 1997. The Second Vatican Council, having proclaimed Mary preeminent member, prototype, and model of the Church, affirms the Catholic Church instructed by the Holy Spirit with feelings of filial piety, venerates her as most loving mother. To tell the truth, the conciliar text does not explicitly attribute to the Virgin the title of Mother of the Church, but states in an irrefutable way its content, taking up a declaration made more than two centuries ago in 1748 by Pope Benedict Fourteenth. In this document, my venerable predecessor, describing the filial sentiments of the Church, which recognises in Mary her most beloved mother, proclaims her, in an indirect way, Mother of the Church. The use of this appellation has been rather rare in the past, but recently has become more common in the pronouncements of the Church's magisterium and in the piety of the Christian people. The faithful invoked Mary first of all with the titles of Mother of God, Mother of the Faithful, or Our Mother, to underline her personal relationship with each of her children. Subsequently, thanks to greater attention devoted to the mystery of the Church and to Mary's relationship to her, the Virgin has begun to be invoked more frequently as Mother of the Church. The expression is present before the Second Vatican Council, in the magisterium of Pope Leo XIII, where it is affirmed that Mary was, in all truth, mother of the Church. Subsequently, the appellation has been used various times in the teachings of John XXIII and Paul VI. The title of Mother of the Church, although attributed lately to Mary, expresses the Virgin's maternal relationship with the Church, as already illustrated in several texts of the New Testament. Mary, since the Annunciation, is called to offer her consent to the coming of the Messianic Kingdom, which will be accomplished with the formation of the Church. Mary at Cana, requesting her son to exercise Messianic power, offers a fundamental contribution to the roots of the faith in the first community of disciples, and cooperates in the establishment of the Kingdom of God, which has its germ and beginning in the Church. On Calvary, Mary, uniting herself to the sacrifice of her Son, offers her maternal contribution to the work of salvation, which assumes the form of a painful birth, the birth of the new humanity. Addressing Mary were the words, Woman, behold your Son. The Crucified One proclaims her motherhood not only with respect to the Apostle John, but also with respect to every disciple. The evangelist himself, affirming that Jesus had to die so as to gather into one the scattered children of God, indicates in the birth of the Church the fruit of the redeeming sacrifice with which Mary is maternally associated. 
The evangelist St. Luke speaks of the presence of the mother of Jesus at the heart of the first community of Jerusalem. He underlines thus the maternal role of Mary with respect to the nascent church, an analogy with that which she had in the birth of the Redeemer. The maternal dimension thus becomes the fundamental element of Mary's relationship with the new people of the redeemed. Following sacred scripture, patristic teaching recognizes Mary's motherhood in regard to the work of Christ, and therefore of the Church, even if in not always explicit terms. According to St. Irenaeus, Mary became the cause of salvation for the whole human race, and the pure womb of the Virgin regenerates men in God. This is re-echoed by St. Ambrose, who affirms, A virgin has generated the salvation of the world. A virgin has given life to all things. And by other fathers who call Mary Mother of Salvation. In the Middle Ages, St. Anselm addresses Mary in this way. You are the mother of justification and of the justified, the mother of reconciliation and of the reconciled, the mother of salvation and of the saved. While other authors attribute to her the titles of mother of grace and mother of life. Thus the title mother of the church reflects the deep conviction of the Christian faithful, who see in Mary not only the mother of the person of Christ, but also of the faithful. She who is recognized as mother of salvation, life and grace, mother of the saved and mother of the living, is, with good reason, proclaimed mother of the church. Pope Paul VI would have liked the Second Vatican Council itself to have proclaimed Mary mother of the church, that is, mother of all the people of God, both of the faithful and the pastors. He did so himself in his speech at the closing of the Council's third session, the 21st of November 1964, also requesting that, from now on, with this cherished title, the Virgin be even more honoured and invoked by all Christian people. In this way, my venerable predecessor, explicitly enunciated the doctrine already contained in chapter 8 of Lumen Gentium, wishing that the title of Mary, Mother of the Church, would acquire an increasingly important place in the liturgy and in the piety of Christian people.